Uh, we began a series on lying spirit on Monday. Uh, we've been, and our text has been from 1 Kings chapter 22 and verse 22. 1 Kings chapter 22 and verse 22, the Bible says, And the Lord said unto him, Wherewith? And he said, I will go forth, and I will be a lying spirit in the mouth of all his prophets. And he said, Thou shalt persuade him and prevail also. Go forth and do so. And in just today's session, in the few minutes that we have, we'll just be discussing the consequences of lying. The consequences of lying. And number one consequence has to do with loss of relevance in life. The Bible speaking in Genesis chapter 39 from verse 14 to 19. Genesis 39 from verse 14 to 19. That verse of scripture explains to us about a, uh, a personality called Potiphar's wife. Uh, interestingly, she decided to lie against that young man called Joseph. And immediately after that scenario, we could not hear anything about her, despite her seeming relevance as the wife of one of the officers of the law. But because of that singular act, instead of her becoming somebody that, you know, Joseph can reach back to as a mentor or something, she eventually fizzled out. We did not hear anything about her again because she lied against somebody that was a child of God. The Bible says, touch not my anointed and do my prophet no harm. The process of trying to um, endanger or do something so severe to the anointed of God, it becomes so serious before the Lord that God had to fizzle out. And we did not hear anything about Potiphar's wife. We don't even know her name. There was no relevance at all because of that singular act of lying against Joseph, which is very, very important for us to understand that if we really want to gain relevance in life, truth prevails more and more. Number two, it brings one into bondage. It brings one into bondage. Let's look at John chapter 8, verse 32, which is one of the scriptures that our brother led us yesterday in Revel Hour. Aaron was giving us some steps on how we can uh, walk in the truth. John chapter 8 and verse 32. John chapter 8 verse 32. The Bible says, And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. This verse of scripture explains to us that the solution for freedom is actually truth. And we can invariably deduce that when there is no truth and there is falsehood, or lies, instead of being free, the person would be in bondage. Because even the, the people that were listening to Jesus in the following verse began to say, ah, we were never in bondage to any man. Jesus never mentioned about bondage in verse 32. He only mentioned about the truth making one free. Which means lies or falsehood has the ability to bring one into a captivity of bondage. Now, be it as, as it may, we have been used to the fact that lies are have a form of escape route from problems. However, it becomes an escape route as an escape route into bondage, being in the same situation for a long time. And if we look at scriptures, we see in that first Kings chapter 22, verse 22, the Bible calls it a lying spirit. There is something about spirit when it comes to the enemy. In Romans chapter 8 and verse 15, the Bible says, God has not given us the spirit of bondage. Now, when we see spirit of bondage, we see lying spirit. And then we come to John chapter 8, verse 32. Then we begin to see truth making one free. 
when we put these three scriptures together, we can see that when there is falsehood, it has an, the ability to bring in the spirit of bondage. And then the person will continue to remain in one spot, merry-go-rounding and going on one, situ on one circumstance, on one spot. The person will not be able to move forward or backward. A very good example is called Judas Iscariot. In Matthew chapter 26, the Bible explains to us that this young man betrayed Jesus. When we look at the underlining definition of betrayal, betrayal means to prove something as false. So probably they've been coming to meet Judas. Judas, we have plans on uh, putting an end to Jesus' ministry. And we want you to tell us some more things about this young man called Jesus Christ. And at that point, it is possible, very likely, that he must have, must have been speaking ill of Christ. Probably telling people that, oh, Jesus, don't mind him. All these miracles that you are seeing is false. All these miracles and all this compassion that is showing is just pretense. Don't worry, I know how to get him for you. I know how to show him that all these things, that all this power that he's doing. And Jesus told him, young man, you're going to betray me. He said, oh, you know, he didn't really do anything about it. He was trying to prove Jesus as false in the eyes of all the other prophets and the Pharisees and the Sadducees. And he thought he was free. No, that lies, those lies that he made about Christ in form of betrayal led him to be on one spot. He thought he was making 30 pieces of silver. That, became, that sounded like an escape route, using lies to get more money. But at the end of the day, in chapter 27 of Matthew, we began to see from verse 1 that this man ended up killing himself. So he became a man in bondage of suicide. He became a man in bondage of killing himself because he was not even moving forward. He was walking with the truth, but yet he was not free. And we see from scripture that Jesus is the truth. So he was not free even though he was walking with the truth. He was walking in falsehood, and that falsehood kept him in bondage for a long time. And that long time made him to die prematurely. He was supposed to have been somebody that would be a custodian of the mysteries of heaven. He's supposed to be somebody that would have been custodian of the Holy Ghost baptism. When the apostles were in the upper room, he wasn't partaking of that. Because the truth would make one to walk in the reality of greatness that God has designed for us. And the third consequences before the third consequence before we begin to pray is loss of eternal life. The Bible speaking in Revelation chapter 21 and verse 8. Revelation 21 and verse 8. The Bible says, But the fearful and unbelieving, and the abominable and murderers, and warmongers, and sorcerers, and idolaters, and all lies shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. We see that God places a high premium on doing things that are spiritual because when we begin to do things that are not spiritual, that are carnal, when, then one can lose eternity with Christ. God already classified lying as part of the assessment tool that he would use for us before we can gain access into the heaven at the end of the age. So when rapture comes, one of the uh, access points is lying. Are we liars? Do we not say the truth over certain matters? And God is saying, if we do not want to be a partaker of those that will be in the lake of fire, then we must begin to speak the truth. We must begin to speak the truth. Heaven is our goal. Rapture is our goal. And God wants us to be able to make it to heaven. And that is why I like the way God is always revealing to us certain areas 
for improvement. God is not a wicked God. God is interested in our eternal salvation. We understand that eternal, eternal salvation is more important than when we began because we can begin well, but we need to continue well and then we need to end well. And that is why it is important for us to know that God is showing us that one access point to lake of fire is through life. And God wants us to begin to speak the truth so that we can be able to reach heaven and celebrate with him. Praise the name of the Lord. Just give me, let us first begin to thank God for his word. Let's say, Father, we thank you for your word. Thank you for speaking to us. Thank you for speaking to me this morning. Thank you for teaching us on the consequences of life. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. We give you adoration. We say thank you. We say thank you, and we say thank you, and we say thank you. And then we're going to go before the Lord and ask the Lord that the Father, the grace not to lie again, release upon me. The grace to be truthful for the rest of my life, release upon me in the name of the Lord Jesus. And while that prayer is going on, if we have anyone that is yet to be saved, or anyone that has been bound by the enemy of whatever kind, and we are looking for opportunity and, and we're looking for an escape route. Jesus has been provided for us as the escape route into freedom. And he wants to save our soul. He wants to deliver us. He wants to set us free. He wants to give us a new life in him. That's why we call it the life of Christ. It is a new life in Christ. Apostle Paul mentioned in Romans, he said, walking in the newness of life. He wants to give us new life. He wants to give our life a new meaning. And if you're here, you are yet to be saved or you or you, or you went back and you want God to restore you again, there is an opportunity. There is mercy available at the throne of grace that has been presented to us this morning. Please just go before the Lord and us ask God and us say, Father, I accept you and I come before you this morning. I confess you as my Lord and personal Savior. I ask that you forgive me all my sins. I ask that you come into my life. I ask that you be the Lord of my life. Forgive me of every atrocity that I might have committed. And I ask for the grace to live a righteous life. I ask for the grace to live a holy life. Thank you because I'm born again. Blessed be the name of the Lord. For in Jesus' name, we are praying. Virgin, let's just go ahead and begin to ask God for grace not to lie anymore. The grace to be truthful at all times. The grace not to see a line as an escape law because the enemy has actually opened that access point into bondage, actually. He's not even, we are not actually free. We are just getting into more and more bondage like Jesus, like, like Judas Iscariot. Father, we ask for the grace to be more passionate about the truth so that we can continue to walk in freedom so we can continue to walk in freedom in the name of the lord jesus christ father please help us father please help us thank you father in jesus mighty name we are praying we're going to say father peradventure there are lies that i have said in the past please let your mercy speak for me this morning in the name of jesus let's begin to pray to the lord father let your mercy prevail over judgment if there are lies that we have told to people in the past Father, let your mercy speak for us. We don't want to lose our eternity in heaven. We don't want to be in bondage. We don't want to lose relevance in life. We don't want to lose relevance in the life that you have created us, in the area that you have called us to be, in the name that is above every name. Father, be merciful unto us. Cleanse us from every form of life that we might have told in the past. Show us your mercy, O God. Show us your mercy, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. Please forgive us all of all the lies that we might have told in the past. Please forgive us father please forgive us father be merciful lord jesus let your blood avail for us again thank you mighty jesus blessed be your holy name for in jesus mighty name we have prayed let the living shout a big hallelujah yeah let's begin to thank god for his word that he has sent to us this morning 
begin to thank God, begin to thank God, because everything a man does, there is a consequences for it. You will live in truth, you will reap the consequence. And the Lord in his infinite mercy has exposed the consequences of lying to us this morning. Begin to thank God for his word that he has sent to us this morning. Thank you, because the Bible says, Send forth his word, the word healer him, and deliver us from all destruction. The word of God is power, the word of God is powerful. Begin to thank God, thank God for his servant that he has used. Father, we worship you, we thank you, we give you all the praise for your word. Thank you, because the spirit of life will not take hold of all. We will not be a partaker of the reward of life. In the name of Jesus, in the Pahalia Salikiboshi Lukede, Malia Salia Kabashi Lukede, in the name of Jesus. For in Jesus' name we pray. Quickly, if you open your Bible to the book of First Peter, chapter 3, verse 10 to 11, First Peter, chapter 3, verse 10 to 11. And it says, For he that will love life and see good days, let him refrain his from evil and his lips that he may see no guilt. That gives their things to come to like lying or deception. You are going to pray because your portion and my portion is this life. I will want to see the good deeds of the Lord in the land of the living. Many people lie were cautious as a result of lying. That's the reward of their lying. Many people have declared a lot of causes upon themselves. You hear some people, I'm not the one. I, I do this, I do that. Oh, Exactly that what they said years back it happened because they placed the judgment that's the consequences that's what the devil wanted. We are going to pray this morning and say in the name of Jesus, Father, any lie that I've lied in the past, I erase every negative negative consequences by the blood of Jesus. Has the Lord to touch you? Has the Lord to to plead for mercy this morning? Has the Lord for the blood of Jesus to wash away any evil judgment that has been passed concerning your destiny, concerning your future, as a result of lies that you have lied in the past? Has the blood of Jesus to erase every generational causes, every generational consequences of lies in the mighty name of Jesus? The enemy will want you to believe that lying is easy. If you lie, everybody will accept what you say. And everything, the whole issue will just clear up. No, he's not clearing up. He's in the storeroom. It is the storeroom waiting to be manifested. There is a time of manifestation. Begin to ask God this morning, say, Father, I plead with your mercy. Let mercy erase every consequences of life that have been told in the past against my destiny, against my life. Perhaps that situation you are in right now refuse to change because of lies that you have told in the past. Has the blood of Jesus to step in this morning. Repent. Oh Lord, ask God for mercy. Ask God for mercy this morning. Because there is always a consequence for every act of a man. Begin to ask God, say, Father, have mercy. I repent, oh Lord, of any lies. There is no small, there is no big lie. Lie is lie. And we have understanding from the book of Revelation, chapter 22. It is 21. It is stated there. No liar. All liars, they have their own place. The Lord specifically have a place for them. It is, it is, it is, it is how, grievous, how big it is before God. It's a grievous sin before the Lord. They do not have their place. They have their own place. Which means we will not be there in 
Jesus' name. Begin to ask God, say, Father, help me this morning. Help me, Lord. Have mercy on me in any way of life. I come against any consequences of my past error. In the name of Jesus. The Bible says, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. We are all human. Don't think, oh, I, I don't remember a lie. No. You know, you are not righteous before God. You see, we are conceived. Anything that the Lord brings to your mind as a result of this, this series, begin to pray your way through it. Because you don't know whether you are fine one way. As the Lord this morning said, Father, any consequences of life that have been told by my father, by my mother, by my generation in the past uh, that are waiting for the time of manifestation, I plead for mercy in the name of Jesus. Uh, I plead for mercy in the name of Jesus. Uh, any lies that have been told in the past, uh, in my family, in my father's house, in my mother's house, uh, in my in-laws' house, oh Lord, that are waiting for the time of consequences, that are waiting for the time of manifestation. Lord, by the reason of your mercy, by the reason of the blood of Jesus, uh, I erase my name, the name of my husband, my children, my generation away from it. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. For in Jesus' most precious name we are saved. That's in First Peter chapter 3, verse 11. He said, Let him shun evil and do good. Let him seek peace and ensure and suit it. It is very possible for you to live in truth. Men may not like you for it, but you will reap the reward of being say, of saying the truth at all times. It is very possible for you to walk in truth and reap the consequences of it, which is eternal life. You are going to pray this morning and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, by your grace and by your mercy, keep me in truth. Help me to walk in truth in the name of Jesus, so that I can reap eternal life. In the mighty name of Jesus, on your own accord, you can do nothing. Have the power of the Most High, have the power of God this morning to enable you to live in truth so that you can live the consequences of truth, which is internal life with Christ. Begin to ask God in the name of Jesus. I rely on you, power of the Holy Ghost. Upon you, I rely on Lord. My home rely on you. My children rely on you. Everything you are giving unto me will trust in you. Not by power, not by strength. We look up to you, O Lord, that will continue in the truth of your salvation. We'll continue to speak the truth, to live in truth. In the name of Jesus. Father, grace, O Lord, release upon us, release upon these little ones. In the name of Jesus. I declare and I declare by the ocean of the heaven, in the mighty name of Jesus, the enemy will not reap only, will not sow evil ties, O Lord, into the life of our children. In the name of Jesus, our children will not reap evil, evil seed. They will not reap the consequences of hell, of generational error. In the name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus, for in Jesus' most precious name we are praying. Amen. The Holy Spirit just reminded me of a situation that we happened to be to witness. And it was so burdened in my heart that I took it up to God in the place of prayer. And on the fourth day, I think God told me, the Holy Spirit took me to the foundation of this person. And obviously what the person is manifested is generational effect. It has happened in the past over and over and over from one generation to the other. And the Lord took me to the ninth generation and show me a particular individual. Exactly the utterances the person was making was the utterances this particular individual always made when we are talking to him or her. 
And the Holy Spirit says, friend, it's not a, it's not a thing that just started. It's a foundational thing. And that every eighth generation, there must be somebody that will replicate the utterances, like a renewing covenant for that causes to be powerful. And that is come by the spoken word of their mouth. You are going to pray this morning and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I don't know the lies that have been told in my generation. And I don't know where my fathers of old have taken their hands to. But one thing I know that I'm a new being, I'm in Christ this morning. You are going to pray and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I refuse to be a partaker of evil consequences. In the name of Jesus, I refuse to be a partaker of evil consequences. I refuse to be a partaker of evil. Begin to declare it. My children refuse to be a partaker of evil consequences. My husband refused to be a partaker of evil consequences. Lying spirit, whatever you have operated in the past in my generation, and you have laid your seed which is about to germinate, I decree by the power of God, let the thunder of the Holy Spirit approach you and scatter you and send you back to defender. In the name of Jesus, because I have received the blood of Jesus, because Jesus has died for me, and he has used his blood to wash away my sin. Therefore, I refuse to reap evil consequences of life. I will reap the consequences of truth, because my life that I live right now is a life of Christ, and my life and the truth of the salvation of Christ is sitting inside of me, which means my life and the life of my household is sitting in Christ. And because truth is the word of God, Christ himself is truth. I live in truth. I reap the consequences of truth in the mighty name of Jesus. Begin to commit your way unto the hands of God. The Bible says, No, it's in a man to perfect his own way. Has the Lord to go ahead of you today? Has the Lord to make you to triumph over temptation today? That you will not lie. You will not lie. You will speak the truth from the hidden word in the name of Jesus. I ask the Lord to empower you and enrich you in the name of Jesus. Has the power of God to make your heart to speak the truth. Has the power of God to make you to look up to Jesus, the author and the finisher of your faith. Has the power of God to open your eyes to see the end glory, the end glory, the end glory. When you look at the situation around you, you may want to yield to the enemy direction. But when you look ahead, the glory ahead, you will know that great glory ahead of you. And so you cannot trade it on the altar of life. Begin to ask God that God, you will meet with me today. As many of us who are trusting God for a feedback from any organization, receive good news in the name of Jesus. As many who are trusting God for speed and for favor in all that they do, receive the favor from the throne of God. As many who are trusting God for healing, we stand for the healing of God into you in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We worship you, Lord. For in Jesus' most precious name, we are praying. Begin to ask God what you want God to do. Begin to ask God what you want him to do. He is able to do exceedingly abundantly. The Bible says our faces are different, so also our needs are different. Ask the Lord to meet you at the very point of your need. Ask the Lord. Ask God for tangible things. Don't belittle your God. Don't belittle your God. Ask God for what only him can do. Lord, I have a great harvest of soul of men today. Everyone within, oh Lord, and without, everyone you will bring me across today. 
Let the light of salvation, O oh Lord, in the name of Jesus, upon all the children that are committed into my hand, and into my hand, I have to love for their soul, their soul to be saved, in the name of Jesus. Holy Ghost, I speak into their destiny, I speak into their life, as I come and contact with them, O oh Lord, even in all the school today, I have to let the light of salvation, Father, save souls to yourself, save souls to yourself, Lord, save souls to yourself, O oh Lord, in the name of Jesus, my utterance, my response, my action, my words, let it draw men to you. In the name of Jesus, Holy Spirit, I ask, O Lord, that you will order the step of all my children as they go to school, O Lord. Father, make them a light. Father, let them have the consciousness of your presence with them. Let them know that you are with them, O Lord. In the name of Jesus, I lift up the sergeant of any and his environment unto your hands. Lord, make it all, Lord, a, a tabernacle of revival. In the name of Jesus, let great revival spring forth. Even during this revival, O Lord, in the name of Jesus. Finally, brethren, you are going to be praying for the forthcoming, O Lord, in the annual revival, ask the power of the Most High to come down in the name of Jesus. That it will not just be as usual, that the Lord will use this revival and turn around the sergeant of Avenue and his environment in the mighty name of Jesus. Ask the Lord, you don't know where God will be using you, even during this revival. Ask the Lord to make you fit for his use. Ask the Lord to make you fit for his use. Ask the Lord to make you fit for his use. Don't think it's a business as usual. The Lord will not use a dirty vessel. Ask the Lord to prepare you yourself. Ask the Lord to make you fit that if you will be hustling, as you are meeting with people, the fire of the Holy Ghost is working in them. As you are greeting people, if you will be taking any perception, ask the Lord to walk through and through you. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, we worship you. We give you all the praise. We give you all honor. Thank you because as we said in your years, so will you do. Everything that your children have asked of you this morning, they are here by the class as testimony. Father, it is in us, O Lord, you have given us the ability to ask. Your words in the book of Matthew 7, 7, say, ask and it shall receive. Seek and it shall find and knock the door shall be opened. We stand upon the authority of your word this morning. We have seek you, we have asked, and we have knocked. Father, let the blessing be released unto us in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for what you are said to do. We thank you because today we refuse to walk in lies. We will not reap any evil consequences of lies that have been told by us or by our generation in the past. We ask, O oh Lord, that the truth in the word of God, the truth of the life of Jesus we now have, we speak for us in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we give you all the praise. As we go this morning, go with us. For in Jesus' most precious name, we are pray. Amen. Revival our still continues. Our um, teenagers will be having Mighty Teenager program and it's been scheduled to take place online, which means, please, if you are a parent, in as long as your child is above four years, it's above four years, let them connect. Every word these children are hearing are seed. It will help them to be ahead of their mates. That when they will get to teenage age, everything that they need to know, they already know it, and it will stand for them in Jesus' name. Please connect them. Just connect them. If you are busy, connect them. The Lord himself will guide them, and they will make them to be focused. And as you do so for Christ, you will reap the reward. When they will give you peace in the future, in the name of Jesus. As you go this morning, the Lord will go with you. The power of the Mosa will declare and deliver into your hand your own miracle. Every miracle that carries your name, I decree you will be well positioned to receive them. In the name of Jesus. As many that will be driving, it is well with us. Our children, the Lord will preserve them in school. Attack of any kind will not be their portion. 
their school, because of them, their school is safe in the name of Jesus. So shall it be in Jesus' most precious name we have prayed. Amen. Let's share the grace together. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, God's goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen.